Caitlin. This is Liz. This is Chick Hud. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Oh my god, 2020. 2020. It's I can January. see. 2020 and 2020. Guys, we got to fill you in. Oh. This yes. has happened. Yeah. I got LASIK. This is Liz. None. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I got to tell you, I got LASIK. LASIK. And it's funny because actually you can catch my interview on Getting Biggie with Getting Biggie with It podcast and okay. I talk about it before I actually get LASIK. Do you? Yeah. Ooh. Because that's that's what Danny knew about me because it was like a Facebook post. <laughs> um <laughs> One of the hosts is like, oh, I think we've talked before. I saw it on Facebook. And I was like, yeah, we've never talked about this, Danny. No. But um, I go into that for a while, and then we do some improv. So if people want to check that out. I don't know what episode I am, but you can see my whole name, which is a little scary. <laughs> Anyways. I have a look on my face like, <laughs> So I got LASIK. Caitlin took care of me. Guys, she's great. I was inebriated uh, because of the sedative afterwards. And um, she was like a mommy bird. We got burgers. <laughs> we got impossible burgers yeah. from Burger King after. So happy. Yeah. Couldn't be left alone. We held hands. Yeah. It was great. It was it was very cute. Thank you, Kate. Yeah. It was very sweet. You were like, how did we get here so fast? <laughs> like, I drove. <laughs> I. It's so interesting because I was never one to like black out while drinking. And we've talked about this. Yeah. I remember very small snippets oh, yeah, I of know. what happened. And I remember coming home and I remember eating and it tasted so good. Yeah. I remember it being like, this was perfect. And then I was in bed and you were gone. And I was like, okay, well, yeah. I did it. I mean, you did very well. Thank you so much. I was super nervous. And like, I could tell. And like, it's okay. That's like nerve wracking. <laughs> getting your eye cut open. <laughs> your eye is getting cut open. <laughs> I can see so much now. I, know, awesome. I think I was definitely missing stuff. <laughs> sure, because there's like a lot there. There that like if you can't see fully, world. like you're only seeing this much, like you're missing all of these things around it because they're, yeah. you can't see Because I have my, my black rim, rim yeah. glasses on. Yeah, you can't see so, that. And people are like, oh, you're going to miss glasses. And I was like, I've been wearing glasses. Sorry, it's hot. I'm taking off my shirt. It's okay. Not my whole shirt. Take it off. My... <laughs> thing i'm wearing over my other shirt you don't need to know anyways people asked me if i was gonna miss glasses and i was like no not when you had them as a necessity to live i was like no i don't want to miss glass i don't care i feel like you could still put them on as an accessory just put some glass in there i who cares because there's a lot of people not a lot of people but many people at theater or people in my life who have been using glasses as accessories Really? Yeah, like they're not prescription glasses. Oh, they make me like my eyes hurt anytime I wear anything that I'm like not supposed to. Yeah, I was like, what is this? They're like, yeah, it's just accessory. even like sunglasses sometimes irritate really? my. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's because there's something. It's like they strain. Like I'm tra- always trying to like look outside of the um the For frame. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I I like it irritates me. So like if you ever see me, I'm like constantly taking them on and putting I them off. Noticed that. Yeah, I can't wear them like for long periods of time. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they irritate me. Anyways. Tonight, guys, Caitlin made us dinner. She made us um, one of those meal prepping cl- clips. I'm tri- well, 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 well. I made meal- HelloFresh. No, I didn't <laughs> want to say the name because we're not sponsoring. I don't give a shit. Anyways, we don't know how we feel about it. I liked the food. It was very good. The food was delicious. But yeah. But also account because of the chef. Thank you. <laughs> I don't feel very confident in my cooking abilities. So it's nice to have like something to help me. I think it's great. 
Thank you. Great. Thank so, you. Um, thank you for joining us in 2020. We're excited you're here. We're excited yeah. you're listening to us. We've been doing this podcast for almost... It's been a year. Has it only been a year? I think so. Oh, has it been longer? I thought it was longer. Oh. When did we start? 2018. Has it been two years? <laughs> Jesus, Liz. I don't know how long it's been. Maybe look. it's been two years. Holy pajolies. <laughs> Guys, I'm looking at our Instagram right now. Like immediately. <laughs> because I can't keep time and space straight. Space force. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's two years, Kate. Oh, my God. One second, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Oh, we got some good posts on here. You should see it. Anybody who hasn't checked us out yet. I'm sorry. January 27th, 2018. Holy shit. Was, um... Okay, two years. Two years. I don't know time and space, apparently. (laughs) We lost a whole year. Um, (laughs) We didn't give ourselves enough credit. But we're excited you're still here. So, if, if, you know... Thanks for listening. Yeah, random people. So this... Recommend us. Yeah, recommend us. Give us five stars. Um, so 2020, we wanted to kick off with a, a funny movie. Um, one we remember being funny, rather. And something that was lighthearted. So we went yes. with, what's your number? Mm-hmm. Now, awkward date question. What's your number? No, no. I, I know that question. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I think that's the rudest question TMI. ever. TMI! <laughs> It's, it's interesting because this movie came out in 2011 and we're in 2020 now. And I just still feel like there's huge cultural shifts that have happened. And we'll get mm, into it. Interesting. Okay. Because I don't feel like I would ever ask anyone what's their number. Um, but, uh, Caitlin, what... Oh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I didn't think of one before. <laughs> Do you think people can get to back together with an ex? <laughs> <laughs> I think you can, but I think whatever your issues were the first time are still going to be your issues. So if they were like small issues and you broke up because you like, I don't know, like you were doing something else, you're going off to school or, or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Then like, yeah, you can get back together with that person. I think like if your, you know, paths align in the future, like maybe it would work out. If you guys broke up because like, He's a damn liar or she's like... Doesn't like you. Doesn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to change the second time around. Like, that shit does not change. Those those things are pretty ingrained. And at least that's not to say people can't change. Like, people can make whatever changes they want to. But, like, your relationship's always going to be kind of peppered with those past feelings about mm. it, I think. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's a tricky subject. Like getting back together with an ex, you're right. It has to, I think a lot has to do with the time period of your life that yeah. you were together mm-hmm. and how you left things. Mm-hmm. If you left things in a nice way and you're like, you're right, we're growing apart right now. We have other things we're working on. Yeah. And then like later on down the road, you reconnect and you're like, oh, we're both kind of like, we still have feelings for each other and we're in a, I guess, more settled place. I think that's different. Yeah. But a lot of times it doesn't happen. I think a lot of people do a lot of backsliding. Because they're afraid of actually breaking up. And breaking up is scary. So I get it. Well, and I think a lot of times people, like, try to crash and burn their relationships. Just murder it. Murder it so there's no option. Um, And and I don't even know if, like, a lot of people consciously know they're doing that. I didn't. (laughs) No, but 
Oh, but they do. Like, they murder it. And I remember saying that to somebody while I was getting divorced. And I was like, well, it just depends on how you leave things. Like, if you leave things in, like, a really nasty manner, like, you can't expect that that person wants to be, like, your friend in the future. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not cool. No. <laughs> you know? So I think, like, that all of that stuff kind of comes in together. Like, like whether or not you can actually... Um, get back together with somebody hmm. i don't know so it's interesting it was an interesting thank you for an awkward date question for 2020 um <laughs> i'm gonna leave this date and go get back with an ex so nice seeing you liz is leaving <laughs> no i'm just kidding okay what's your number like i said 2011 came out anna ferris and chris evans are the two um main leads mm-hmm. i'm not gonna keep going because frankly uh you could look on up on imbd it's fine Mar- uh director was mark mylod and um, let's get started, shall we? Okay. Um, so, Anna Ferris plays, uh, what was it in? Allie Darling. Allie Darling. <laughs> I'm not going to refer to her as her character's name, frankly, because that's annoying. Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. Anna you, Ferris- we can call him Anna Ferris and Captain America. <laughs> I was just going to call her Kim Chris Evans. <laughs> You want to. He walked out. When he came out naked the first time, she, she was like, Captain America. It's <laughs> like, all right, simmer down, Caitlin. We have some critiquing to do of this movie. Whatever. So, <clears throat> Anna Ferris, um, the location is Boston. So, she's like a city girl. Um, it opens with her in bed with her so-and-so boyfriend or the guy she's seeing. Um, you said the name before. Oh, Jer- Jeremy Quinto, 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 yeah, something like that. So he, um, he was like a skate, or he was just like a biker who's like a vegetarian. They obviously didn't have a lot in common, and they eventually she asks if he wants to go to her sister's wedding. He's like, I don't know, are your parents gonna be there? And she's like, at my sister's wedding? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know, it seems really serious. So then they break up, or she's like, and it seemed very like, um, okay, see you later. Like she mm-hmm. was very straightforward with it. I was like, oh kind of refreshing to be able to break up with someone that quickly and yeah straightforward and then you get introduced to chris evans across the hall he opens the door he has a girl with him and a fucking tea towel on his wiener yeah he's <laughs> not wearing anything he's just covering up his penis at this point yeah so it is interesting it is a hello mm-hmm. moment for everyone and thank you <laughs> Captain America. Captain America. <laughs> so it goes on. She has to run to work. She's frantic. She's like, like it's just like the camera antics and like how they're making her out to be like this kind of um, uh, just a mess. Like she just seems like kind of a hot mess. And she gets to work late and she finds out at work that she's fired. So she brings all her stuff in a box and she goes back on the train or the T. Mm-hmm. And she's looking, she opens this magazine and it says, what's your number? It's like a cosmopolitan type of magazine. Yeah. And it said on the headline, uh, the average number is like 10.5 for an American woman to have 10.5 average partners in a lifetime. Lovers. Lovers. Partner lovers. Intercourse friends, as I like to call them. <laughs> I've never said that before in my life. And it came out and I think it's so funny. <laughs> Is that what we're calling them now? Are you my intercourse friend? Um, fuck we... buddy. Mm-hmm. Intercourse friend. <laughs> Anywho. Okay. So, 
Um, she's like, oh my God, that seems really low. She's like, that's low. She turns to the woman next to her. She's like, no, that seems high. And so Anna starts writing down all of her lovers she's had mm. in her past. Her intercourse friends. Her intercourse friends. <laughs> um, to try to like figure out her number. And then she comes up with a number 19. Um, and she starts feeling like kind of like bad about herself. She has to run over to her sister's. Um, I think it's like an engagement party, it seems like. It looks like an engagement party, yeah. And, um, again, they kind of show Anna getting, like, drunk because she's just, like, just got fired and it kind of hits her that her sister's getting married and her sister's, like, um, I don't know. She starts, like, writing down all her names and I think it kind of hits Anna in this moment where, like, things aren't going well. Yeah. And she kind of spirals a little bit. Can I, can I just mention, it's her younger sister, too. Yeah. Which is... It doesn't feel good. I don't have a younger sister, but I would assume it doesn't feel good. So, um, Anna starts to make a speech, which is a shit show. And she's not wearing shoes. And she's drunk. And everyone just kind of... I didn't... I found this the weirdest part. And we can get back to it. But it kind of like... She spirals. And and it gets awkward. But people don't react the way I would anticipate someone reacting. Mm. Of how she's acting at this like formal party like it seems very counterintuitive to me i was like nobody really cares that she's kind of like i think they were embarrassed like that's the feeling i got but why was nobody going and like ushering her out and being like okay like we'll come back to the speeches when no because that's like the gimmick uh, of the movie right yeah she's like a mess so um they go out her like the bridesmaids and her sister and her they all go out to a a club that night to celebrate and they go around they ask she asks all the girls she's like what's your number what's your number they're all like lower than her so Mm -hmm. she's feeling worse about it and then she tells her friends what they are and they're like oh my god you're such a slut blah 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 um and it makes her feel weird then she encounters her boss who fired her earlier that day this all happened in one day by the way yeah um and it ends up that she sleeps with the boss. We find out the next day. Mm-hmm. He's a weirdo. He's played by Joel McHale. <laughs> but she sleeps with him after she's made this pact that she's not going to go above 20. Right. So Thank she's you. got one more person to sleep with. Because the article said women who have 20 or more love lovers, over yeah. 20 lovers, can't find a husband. Or yeah. some kind of like myth that they can't. Yeah. Um. And um, her friends were making the case that, like, the more sexually available you are, the lower your self-esteem. Like, all these correlations that, like, mm-hmm. we can get into because I think it's stupid. But so she sleeps with the boss. Uh-huh. And then her – Chris Evans comes back. He's across the hall. And he sneaks in to her apartment because he wants to get rid of his uh, – one night stand. He wants to get out of his apartment. Mm-hmm. So she he runs over to hers. And then he notices this guy who won't leave Anna. So then he comes up with a, a lie, you know, like a good friend would. Yeah. And be like, oh, no, we have that thing tonight, that, uh, you know, apartment yeah. meeting, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay, well, I'll call you later. And though they make this pact eventually. I'm getting yeah. to it. That Chris is going to help Anna find all her ex-lovers. Yes. So she can figure out which one she can get back with mm-hmm. in order so she doesn't go over her number. Yeah, her number of 20, 20 because she slept with her old boss. Right, so the she's trying to slide her. back in with an X so her number doesn't go up. Yeah. Uh, hijinks ensue. Hijinks ensue. <laughs> I don't need to get into it. Basically, uh, it eventually comes out that, like, Chris and Anna are having chemistry. They hang out all the time. They're yeah. friendly. Chris is a fuckboy, but and Anna realizes this, mm-hmm. and they 
don't sleep together. Um, and I, you can feel the sexual chemistry building. <laughs> and then um, eventually comes out that they kind of like each other. But then when Anna talks to her sister who's getting married, she's like, that's like, you're not going to, like, that. he's not good enough for you. Or, like, he's just what? a fuckboy. And I don't know what else she said. But um, something, like, not supportive. Yeah. So then Anna starts getting in her head. Breaks up with Chris, says he's the guy you date before you meet the guy you're going to marry, which is so mean. Very mean. Why would you say that to someone? Uh, Because she wanted him to go away. What a jerk face. You're a jerk. So eventually she dates this perfect guy she was looking for, her perfect ex that she was really focused on. Yeah. And it turns out he's boring and she didn't love him and she didn't have chemistry with him. So then she gets back with Chris Evans and they make out. Yeah. And that is What's Your Number? Very cute. Oh, man. I That was a hard movie to explain. Uh, I mean, you did a very good job. Thank you. So let's start let's from unpack the it. beginning. Kaylin, do you like the movie? <laughs> I mean, the movie is kind of funny. I think that the one spot where you and I both laughed was at the very end when, like, Aziz Ansari has, like, this, like, <laughs> just cameo. You don't even see him. He's just leaving a message on the answering machine. And it's funny as hell. Yeah, that was like the only time I really laughed this yeah. whole movie. Um, I feel like this movie like is supposed to be like, oh no, it's okay, woman, you can like sleep with people and you're fine and blah blah blah, which is like seems like what they're trying to have as their message, but really the message is not that. Like, what do you think it is? I mean, I just feel like it. It reinforces all those like really negative stereotypes of women who sleep around like she's erratic she's crazy she's like not paying attention like she didn't even remember sleeping with her boss can we talk about that yeah like he clearly looked creepy like he was trying to like scope her out at the bar and was like gross and like she didn't even remember going home with him her sister and her friends left her at the bar yeah like what what yeah, I agree. Uh, so problematic. And like, oh, no, we just chalk it up to Anna being like this party girl, party girl, free spirit kind of person who's always like rushing around and doesn't have her head on straight. Like, no, we took advantage of her. Mm-hmm. The fuck? Yeah. And like, everybody's like, oh, no, she's a big whore. Like, that's the running joke in the beginning of it. All the girls it. made fun of her. Yeah, they all made her feel like crap. And there yes. was, like, the one girl who slept with, like, 13 people. And everybody was like, oh, my God. She's like, yeah. Like, she's... And, like, that. the thing is, like, she should just not even have to feel like she's the big whore. Like... Yeah, I agree. Like, I... And nobody ever said anything about uh, the neighbor sleeping with, like, a ton of women. Nobody gave a shit about that. That was just like, oh, yeah, that's expected. But like, oh, she needs to feel shame. Mm-hmm. No, and they, shame. Never, they never talk about like how it's different for guys. Like the, that whole conversation with the girlfriends. Like guys never have to worry about it. I really don't think they ever have to worry about it. No. And women are constantly, it's either you're not sleeping with enough people or you're mm-hmm. sleeping with too many people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can never win. And it's like, Ooh. number one, that's no one's business. No. No one's business. I don't care if you're writing an article for Cosmopolitan. <laughs> Nobody can tell you what's right or what's wrong for like how you live your life and how you feel confident. Because if you're doing that from a place of like, hey, I like sex and mm-hmm. I want to meet other people 
who also like sex, mm-hmm. and we can be friends. And we can have sex together. <laughs> intercourse intercourse friends. friends. Thank you. <laughs> so if you find an intercourse friend that you want to hang out, and then you have another, it's like that's your thing, and you feel confident in your decisions. But this idea of shame, I agree. I think a lot of the underpinnings of this movie were shaming Anna's decisions, mm-hmm. and nobody was supporting her. Yeah. And I think they were trying to be like, well, look, look, here's this guy, and he likes her. Like, he likes her art, and he likes this stuff and like he's trying to support her like but still it like reeked of of this here's this bad woman making bad decisions here's this guy who needs to save her or like or the same thing when they were having their big fight and he was like i wasn't you know you're the i only thought of like being with one woman when it came to you Mm -hmm. and in the savior complex or like he's gonna change for you it was like they have so many motifs going on in this movie it was disgusting to watch as like an adult because i remember watching this when i was younger and thinking it was funny and i kind of found it more empowering than i look at it now yeah um because i think that's what anna was going for that's what i mean i think anna Uh was trying when she took this movie on was trying to like relieve the stereotypes yeah but i i don't think it i just don't think it did i'm sorry anna but i don't think it did in in that aspect like in the end she still couldn't be okay with just being the number that she was at because he aziz i'm sorry leaves that message on the answering machine for somebody named kelly because she told him her name was kelly right and was like uh we never slept together and then she was jumping on the bed cheering because she's still at 20 not at 21. Yeah. When she she finally gets together with the neighbor, with Captain America. So <laughs> I'm going to call him that. That's Sorry. Fine. So, like, she still wasn't okay with who she was. She still wasn't she okay with some felt. of those choices that she had made. And she still, like, she had to still feel shame about it. Even in the end. So it wasn't empowering to her. It wasn't like a thing where she could feel like good about what she did. And thing really, I mean, you really want to have a story about somebody like overcoming this idea that they're making bad choices and just feeling comfortable in their own skin and doing what they want to do. Like, don't ever end up with anybody. Jesus Christ. Why is it always got to be some yeah. dude coming in and saving the day? Yeah. I agree. Even if he's Captain America. Like, yeah, God bless. You um, know? <laughs> the thing is also, she gets fired. You never see her get another job. You never see him at a job, except for the end when he, like, <laughs> is being a fucking wedding singer. She has his art. She, like, kind of does it, but nothing seemed like she had a hobby. It never seemed like she liked it. Her hobby was trying to slide into an ex's DM so she wouldn't be alone. Yeah. That was it. And that was her motivation. It was so, it made me feel sad. Like, it made me feel yeah. like. Oh, yeah, I remember feeling like that. Like, yeah. everybody feels like that. Like, oh, why didn't it work out with this one person? And then you try and you're like, oh, right, because, like, we're not supposed to be together. Like, he's a terrible human being. No. Well, or just, like, you're not supposed to be together. And that's fine. Like, you can live your other lives and you don't have to be friends. But it's like, you separate, like, you separate from people in your life for a reason. Yeah. And, um, I mean, the whole idea of Chris Evans, his character being this, like, fuckboy mentality, super hot. And then all of a sudden they're like become friends and he still tries to hit on her. It just like felt so used. I was like, this looks, this is boring to me. Yeah. And I think it also instills in like that, that genre of, oh, well, you can change him. You know what I mean? That you can change him type of movie. Yeah. Like, and it just, 
hate those. I hate those because I feel like they teach the wrong lesson. I feel like there's many a young woman who is in a relationship now who thinks that if they're just cool enough and they're just Skinny this enough. enough or that enough that this guy's going to change his ways mm-hmm. because he's going to love me so much that he's not going to want to do this other thing over here. And it doesn't always have to be about another woman or or being a fuckboy or whatever. But it, like just, oh, I can make it work. I can do this, that, and the other. And it's just like, oh, it's such a bad lesson because people are only going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Mm-hmm. They do what they want to. And if they want to treat you with respect, they're going to. You can't do anything to make them do that. Right. And like, oh, like these movies, this is the reason why like these movies like drive me nuts because I think my brain was so skewed for Mm -hmm. such a long time and this idea that like you can love somebody enough into making them love you back. Like carrying the whole relationship. Yeah. I think another thing this brought up for me was the... Um, the emphasis on attention rather than respect. Mm -hmm. And like that really taught me about like how much a guy's paying attention to you Mm -hmm. that really meant anything. And like, I didn't really feel like Chris Evans character respected her. He still held back like information from her when they were, he discovered something about her ex, like to get what he wanted to get what he wanted. So he still is like selfish and like he lied to her face and like, that's never properly addressed. No, it's... She has to go through and do the big grand gesture. Because she finally... Yeah, that was weird. That was a weird ending. Yeah. So the ending is she... They get in this fight. Like I said, she says this thing of he's the guy that you have before you end up with your husband. And so they stop talking. And she starts dating like the uh, like the more um, put together ex who she thinks she's supposed to be with. And then... They break up at her sister's wedding, and then she does this, like, grand gesture thing and runs around Boston trying to find which wedding he's at. And I was like, why? This is cringeworthy. Hmm? It's not funny. Like, they're trying to make it funny, and, like, like she's a hot mess. And she, like, I'm sorry, I just hit the tape. I, she abandons her car. She has to get a bike. It's like, why? Like, it's so much frenzy because it's, like, the idea you have to be, like, fanatical for love when really it could be like, oh, hey, Hey, can I talk to you when you get back home? Let me send them a text. The thing is, <laughs> if somebody actually did that, you would think they were loco crazy. Yes. You would think they were kooky and you probably wouldn't want to be around them. Like, this girl is absolutely out of her damn mind. Yeah. Like, those things look funny in movies, but they're not they're not realistic. And it's not love. God, it's not love. It's not love. It's like all. lust or what is it? I mean, it's this like, it's like movie love. Yeah. It's not love. Taking out like the trash love. It's not, it's not taking out the trash love. And it's not getting up every day and seeing the same person, having the same stupid conversation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you do it because, like, hey, that's important to that person. So I'm going to make sure, like, I ask them about their, you know, like, who's it's and what's it to today. Yeah. Because that's important to them. And they're important to you, so you make those things important. Like, he had, like, glimmers of that with her artwork, Right. And, like, trying to help her and, like, inspire her to do this thing that that she really loved doing. And that was great. But, like, there was no focus. There's no follow-through. There's no follow-through. I mean, you could see her, like, tinkering with it later. But I don't know. It's, like, like, it tried to touch on some things or, like, it tried to be empowering, like you said, or it tried to, like, show you, like, but it's still, like, floundered. 
in the lessons it's floundered in the lessons i think a lot like so let's get into when she was in dc she got proposed to be someone's beard in dc she declined she makes it back to boston the same night. I'm just thinking of Amtrak trains the whole time. I was like, there's no fucking way she would make it before midnight. No. But she left D.C. and had to get back to Boston. A cocktail party in D.C., so probably, like, evening. Yeah, they. I mean, they were up. When they finally went to bed, it was, like, sunlight outside. So it was probably, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. So they were, like, traipsing around Boston all night together. Oh, her and talk about Captain what they Oh, they jumped in the harbor, which is retarded. <laughs> you can't. I can't say that. I'm sorry, which is stupid. I'm sorry. I know that's bad. They went to Madison Square Garden before, though. They broke into Madison. Is that? No, it wasn't. It was something else. It was the Kel- It was um, Boston Celtics. I don't know where they play. <laughs> okay, what's well, in Boston? Isn't, yeah, Madison Square Garden. You said in... Madison Square Garden. We I think I did. Well, but he said the Garden. Well, I mean, whatever. Maybe it's called something. I like Guys, there's another one. Anyway. We're not here for sports. Okay? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> but they were there where they where the basketball in Boston play. That They were at that place. Yes. They broke in. And then they had strip horse, which was stupid. It was just dumb. It was cringeworthy the whole fucking time. But it's just to build that sexual tension. Yeah. Because he's, he's making jokes the entire time about sleeping with her. Yeah. So it almost felt like a game. Like it didn't feel like he really liked her. He was like, "You're gonna sleep with no, me." No, he's just trying to get in her pants. Yeah, and this is my point. It was like, how? Like he can give all the attention in the world. Like however many people are stuck in this situation right now, where somebody's giving you attention because they want to fuck you, but they don't like you. Yeah, they don't like you. And so once once you do, that attention wanes, and like, and then you're confused as to what the hell you did wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. That person didn't like you. You were a game. Hard truth here on Chick Hood Podcast. I'm sorry. Hard truth in Chick Hood Podcast. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of True Crime Obsessed, and Jillian does that all the time, and it's funny. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Um, no, I think I, I'm, I'm glad we're in the same um, vein when yeah. thinking about this movie, because I had high hopes when I was rewatching, and then I was like, oh, yeah, this is terrible. This is not good. It's not good. Thumbs down for me. Yeah, I'll give it a thumbs down too. There were a couple little funny moments, but. It was funny because you were with me. Like, I don't think I would have (laughs) laughed. Because you start laughing about the Aziz I'm sorry thing. I did. That was, that was, I couldn't help it. That was funny at the end. I was like, (laughs) (sighs) Um, so thumbs down. Uh, Yeah, thumbs down for me too. Do we have another movie on deck? Do you want to pick one? Because I picked this one. Um, you don't have one. I don't have one right okay, now. It's fine. You don't need it. No, uh, just so silly. <laughs> Such high hopes. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know. My class just started. <gasps> Congrats! Yay! Listen, Kaylin, great, great job. Yeah, I, thank you. I think it was good. Okay. Listen, if anybody has any uh, thoughts or concerns or issues with the podcast. I apologize for my language. (laughs) Please email us at chickhoodpodcast at gmail.com if you want to see a particular movie done or follow us on Instagram at chickhoodpodcast. Yay. Um, And we love you and we'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.